are you ready to go offside? Because it's time for Offside Hockey Talk with your host, James Roberts, and myself, Doug Ireland. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited tonight to be joined by the general manager of the Collingwood Colts of the OJHL, Dermot Anderson. Dermot, how are you doing tonight? I'm very well, guys. Thanks for having me. Not a worry. And Doug, my co-host as always. Doug, how are you shaking out tonight? I'm doing just fine. I'm relaxing at home after a great weekend over at Westwood Arena doing the uh, the GHPC Summer Showcase. I think I got that right. Uh, in which the, the Collingwood Colts participated. So this is like perfect timing, in, in my opinion. <laughs> well, it's definitely something we're going to touch on here in just a little bit. Dermot, I want to ask you, you know, this is the first offseason for the Collingwood Colts, obviously being a new team coming into the league. What has your overall oppression been, you know, with the players and with, you know, other teams' management and just getting the ball rolling for the team? What has everything felt like for you and this new experience? It's been quite the journey to date, you know. Um, I explain to people... Every time I hop in the truck, I'm just actually getting home from the rink now. But every time I hop in that truck and I head to Collingwood, it just reminds me of, of vacation, like heading to the Caribbean. Like, seriously, the vibe that's happening in, in Collingwood, they're just starved for hockey, you know. And ever since uh, the ownership group uh, purchased the Kingston Voyageurs and, and moved them to Collingwood, uh, we've been working nonstop uh, as hard as we can to you know, put the best product on the ice as well as uh, promote the team throughout the town of Collingwood. Absolutely. Well, we know with the team coming to Collingwood, you know, there's been a, a palpable buzz around the team and everything that's going on. For yourself, I mean, obviously getting into town and, and setting up shop and getting everything rolling, you know, what stands out to you the most with fans and everything? Uh, is there a moment so far that's like, wow, this is, you know, this is a town that's going to seize this moment and run with this team? Yeah, you know, it, the, the first visit to Collingwood, I was in my jacket, and it was amazing how many people just came up in the streets and just said how excited they were to have hockey back there at the Eddie Bush Memorial. And um, ever since, it's just been – I can't explain the vibe. It's just – it's its electrifying. It's I, I can't wait. You know, even the amount of people in our rink today, you know, from CTV News to, to the fans just watching – main camp um I, I just can't wait for you know the first exhibition game as well as our first regular season game I, i'm looking so excited to get the the season rolling and started uh like i say we've put so much energy energy into this that it's just nice like today the first day to be on that that cold ice it was it was nice to be in the arena well sp- speaking of that arena i've seen some pictures up on social media and it just the vibes I get just looking at pictures of the of the the giant scoreboard and and the stands and everything, it looks like it's going to be a really fun place to play. It's going to looks like it's going to be a place that's like really easy to establish an atmosphere when when you get that kind of classic rink vibe like they uh, like they used to have at the Ray Twenty Arena. Like that's the kind of vibes I was getting look at looking at the uh, the social media posts of the arena. So I'm excited to see some games up at Collingwood. I'll say that's a that's a great comparison. The, the Ray Twenty. I'm I'm a Georgina guy and. Uh up in Sutton and I, I travel every day to to Collingwood but I'm very familiar with the Newmarket rink and when I walked into to the Eddie Bush first it's in a municipal building that you wouldn't even recognize from outside when you, you walk in but when you first walk in you can feel the old school 
uh, atmosphere. But then when you walk into the rink, the, the renovations that have been done from the boards to the glass to the seats, and then what our ownership group has done to the founders lounge up top, as well as, you know, the benches to the gondolas, it, it's, it's exciting. A, a lot of time and effort and money has been put into this, uh, this rink and uh, I hope to put on a, a really good product on the ice so everybody can enjoy. Well, speaking of the product on the ice, what is your general opinion or general impression so far of the players that have arrived and just the guys that you have to start molding this team together? Obviously we had the tournament over the weekend, so you get to see some of them on the ice, you know, in the Collingwood Colts uniform for the first time. What do you feel? Is there players that are standing out and what kind of team are you looking to build? Is it going to be, you know, a heavy, you know, always battling for the puck kind of team or more of a speed and skill kind of grind? What, what's your style, Dermot? Well, we'll start with the, the the purchase of the Hockey Quick Club in Kingston. We we wanted to, you know, assess all the players on the Vs. And, and you know what? The, a guy that I really wanted to acquire even two years ago when I was with Aurora was Andrew Sirius. And uh, I think he's the definition of how I want to build this hockey club with, you know, he, he has to be one of the fastest guys in the league. He, he can put up a point a game. Um, he's a character kid all in uh, for him to commit to us. That, that was huge. And everything else that has followed uh, just has, has been tremendous. When, when, when you ask like uh, how the players are, are receptive to all this, I was leaving the rink today and when they were getting off the ice, they were going through a, uh, a dry land session that involved a, a jog through town and seeing all the smiles on these guys' faces. Like I, I'm pretty sure they all feel this. Hello. You cut out there. Sorry. Hello. No, that's okay. But to see the smile on all their faces was just uh you know, it makes it all worth it. But, yeah, we're definitely going for a speed, you know, fast, skilled, high hockey IQ uh, club, you know, bringing in veterans such as Adrian Neighbors and, and, and Nick Cerrone, uh, as well as uh, being able to land Justin Kyle on top of the Surya uh, with some of our real nice young guys that we've uh, worked really hard to try to recruit, Nathan Naves, um, uh, the acquisition of uh, Matthew Zebedee, uh, Will Red from Sarnia. These kids are just uh, exciting hockey players to watch, and I'm pretty sure we'll be able to put four really good lines on the ice to compete against most OJHL teams for sure. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned the dryland training because the, to me that was always the most important part uh, of of getting a sense of how the the team's going to gel with each other is is how they relate to each other when they're not in a game or practice. A strictly practice situation is when you take them away from the rink. For me, it was, it was getting away from the uh, the baseball field specifically because that's where I played uh, high level sports, and doing not baseball things as a team and having that you know be enjoyable and fun is just it's so important. And that to me that bodes uh, that bodes so well compared to almost anything you're going to see on the ice in in August in preseason or anything. Like just having that chemistry, building that type of. Uh, building that type of environment that's conducive to enjoyment like that. That's so important because the most important thing is that, is that you enjoy yourself doing this and well, yeah, sure. there has to be like that, you know, I, I, with my experience in the OJHL, you have to have those all in 
committed character kids. And to watch these guys check in today, and I'll use some of the, the local kids go right up to the Kingston kids or, or, or even the Newmarket kids. And I would have thought that they've all have, you know, been buddies for years the way that it was. And then, you know, to put uh, the arena and, and this hockey product around Georgian Bay, which we all know is a beautiful body of water, as well as Blue Mountain, I'm sure, in the winter with the snowboarding and the skis. You know, these kids are just going to – I just see so much excitement in, in the town of Collingwood from from the sponsors to the fans to the players to to our whole management. It, it's – I tell you, this is a, a wonderful thing to be a part of. It's, it's amazing. You guys sold out on – if I read that right, you guys nearly sold out of season tickets for the year already, right? Well, I think we're just under 500. We may be at 500 now. I know we sold out of our Founders Club, which is... Uh, That's what it was. We're trying, yeah, the Founders Club. It's been ripped apart. It's like <laughs> the, the Hollywood Hall of Fame. Nice nice carpet down. A, a nice... Uh, our, our logo all throughout uh, the upstairs interior. We have this nice big mask going up. Uh, hopefully smoke will blow out every time we have goals. It's just... Uh, <laughs> there's, on top of the Barry Colts old score clock that will be able to show replays when Rogers is filming games. It's uh, it's going to have an OHL atmosphere. I know with Howie Campbell's relationship with Dave Steele, especially with that Founders Club, they're trying to make it like the horsepower entertainment and sports over at the Molson Center, and it's going to be a it's going to be a nice you know cozy, relaxing place to watch a, a very intense hockey game for sure. Sounds like it. No, it really sounds like an exciting time for this season. I can't wait to see you guys get on the ice. I have to ask, every coach and every GM, they all have teams that they get really excited to play against. For you guys this year, who is that going to be? And I know it's too early to talk about a rival or anything like that, but who would be the team that you guys look forward to facing this year so far? I know it's just well, starting out. Yeah, you know, you know, coming from Aurora, I've been there the last two and a half, three years, and you know, as runner-up executive of the year, the first year as, as GM there, and, and I thank Jim Thompson for the opportunity. Um, you know, I, I look forward to those games, but what Markham's building right now, I can see that being a, a division rivalry uh, for sure. Uh, I was speaking to Mike Gladdy on the weekend, and, you know, he's such a humble guy, but we know it's going to be a war on the ice. And uh, over in, the, in our conference, I have to say that Brantford looks like they're shaping up to be a, a pretty solid team. You can never count out Oakville as well. Um, and then you always have those East division teams, uh, you know, in the other conference that we're going to end up playing once this year and hopefully get to see them enough. Uh, if we make the playoffs to, to learn a little bit about them. I think, I think a Wellington versus uh Collingwood game would probably absolutely stack the arena in, uh, in either city. I think that'll, that'll be a good one. If it happens. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> You know, uh, as a GM, uh, heading into a, a new franchise like that, uh, and I would have to assume every GM looks to their ownership group for the direction uh, that they would like to take, whether it's a full development model, go young, or, you know, just like my owner said, Vegas, baby. Let's be Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with going all the way to the final in your first year. <laughs> that would be sweet, wouldn't it? That'd make it oh. priceless. Well, the other team that's coming in this year is the Milton Menace, and I thought that might be your answer. You know, two teams first coming in the league, both wanting to establish a foothold. 
you know, it'd always be nice to be the one to have the uh, the upper edge, so to speak, on the other new team. What are your thoughts on what they're doing over there in Milton and just, you know, comparing yourself a little bit to those guys and, you know, how everything stacks up? I mean, you guys are doing everything beautifully. Everything seems beautifully buttoned up and ready to roll, and they're doing the same thing over there. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on the Milton Menace. Yeah, all the respect to them. You know, I know uh, uh, the Del Monte family just through my hockey years, and then congrats to Ryan with signing uh, with the Barry Colts um, of the OHL. But all all the respect in the world to them. I hear Jason's a great guy. I haven't met him yet. I have met Paige at GM meetings, uh, a wonderful woman that, uh, you know, is really pushing and promoting that hockey club. They do a great job on social media. They've, they've got some pretty good signings. Um, I think that they'll have a, a, a real good season, you know, uh, and I know, I know the effort that it takes uh, firsthand, and I, I can only imagine that they're working just as hard as us to, to be a successful franchise. I think it might actually be impossible to talk about the Milton Menace without mentioning their social media presence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good branding, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, see, now the best part about it is they may have the good branding, but we all know you have to get on the ice and back it up. And you just mentioned Vegas a couple seconds ago. You know, they had the great social media game, and then they backed it up on the ice. So let's hope they can have this good social media game and the Collingwood Colts can have the great on-ice game and go right to the end, ticker tape to ticker tape. And I'd love to see you guys battle it out with the Markham Royals because there's some some great people over there that we definitely have on this show a lot. So it'd be good to talk to you guys as well as them when those games come up because it'll be definitely some fun for sure. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Uh, thanks a lot, hey guys. This has been great. Uh, I haven't been on, you know, too many uh, podcasts or, or shows or in the media t- too much, but uh, I- I'm relishing the moment, and uh, I can't uh, thank you enough for, uh, you know, putting the Collingwood Colts out there for us. Appreciate it. Well, it's it's absolutely yeah. our pleasure. Uh, I love working for the OJHL. Anything I can I can do to to help the league or any of its teams uh, promote themselves. I know James feels the same way. Uh, just before we let you go, Dermot, uh, Collingwood did just participate at the uh, the JHPC. I think it was the Junior Hockey Prospect Classic was the name of it. And uh, I'm I'm wondering what your impressions of the tournament were uh, were and how Collingwood, how you felt Collingwood did at the tournament. Well, uh, great question. You know. Um, it started back in May at our spring camp. I was, I was completely blown away from, you know, the, the registrations, uh, us holding two days at the Molson center, then over to Collingwood. And then, you know, the amount of, of prospects that, that really were able to show uh, their hockey skills. So from there, you know, we obviously go into our OJDL league and then uh, into this tournament and, we weren't sure what to expect uh, in this tournament. We thought maybe there would be teams from across the CJHL co- competing in it, and y- you weren't sure what kind of team that y- you should ice. Um, but when we got the schedule, we, we realized that there wasn't that many teams. There was 10 teams in it, eight eight from the OJHL, but uh, Trenton and um, who was the other one? Georgetown had two teams in it. So what we did was – uh, we asked all the prospects from our, our spring camp that we really wanted to take a, a much better look at to participate in it. And uh, we had to use the first game, five sign guys uh, against Whippy. Um, we competed really hard, which I, 
I think they had, you know, quite a few uh, players that are on their HCR playing for them. It was a good game. They scored with an empty netter, beat us 3-1. Ibrahu with uh, three points. He's one of the top players in our league. He had a great game. Uh, And and Whippy looks pretty good. And then after that, we just started to to gel all our rookies. The next game, we had four signed players in the lineup and were able to pull off a a 9-2 win, which we just were able to figure out how to put the puck in the net. And then... We really looked forward to the game against Aurora for, for multiple reasons. Uh, you know, dark guy Jason, my head scout that I brought with me and myself, even though it's not regular season, you know, like I say, we're, we're talking about the rivalry. It was just nice to, to see Robbie and, and all the boys again and uh, be able to pull off a 5-1 win against them. And then we uh, went up against Oakville on Sunday and the boys competed hard again. We're down 2-1 and came back for a 5-3 win. So with a 3-1 record and a, a second overall in the division, I think 20 goals for, 10 against. We were extremely impressed with our 0-3s. Um, we were extremely impressed with uh, our signees. And uh, it's going to be a battle in, in our main camp for the remaining spots. It, it, was a, it was a great weekend heading into today, that's for sure. I mean, going into a tournament like that, you, you, it's like you said, you don't really know what to expect, especially when it's like a brand new type of showcase. You don't know how many teams are going to be having like a majority of prospects or a majority of their starting guys and using it more as preseason. And I think it was a it was a good mix of both. Uh, like you said, Whitby seemed to have the majority of their of their starters uh, playing. And then you have like Oakville, who looked like they had majority uh, were prospects. But at the same time, the compete level was there almost every single... I think there was only two or three blowouts out of all 20 games. And it was just... There was more than... Like, there was your comeback. There was, I think, two or three other comebacks and two two games that went to a shootout. Like, I enjoyed myself just as, as someone who likes hockey and how high the quality of hockey was compared to normal uh, preseason games. So I was happy with how it went. And I'm glad, uh, I'm glad the Colts got uh, the look at the players they wanted to as well. So, yeah. James, you got anything? No, just very excited to get this season rolling. I can't wait to see Collingwood hit the ice. And I definitely can't wait to see what you guys can put out there. It's always exciting when a new team comes into the league. And obviously, like we said, we have two this year. So there'll be a hyper-focused eye on both teams. And I really hope both teams get out of the gate quick. And I can't wait to talk to you again, Dermot, when the season is rolling. And we can talk about rivalries and who's doing well and what we can do to, uh, to put you guys out there a little bit more. But I super am thankful that you guys like to stop by, like to talk about the OJ, and hopefully we can use Offside as a vehicle to, to get you guys out there more and more. Absolutely, anytime. Thanks, James. Thanks, Doug. I, I've really enjoyed this, and, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to the upcoming season and um, being on your show at any time. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Cheers. Not a worry. Cheers. We'll talk to you soon, Dermot. We are back with another exciting interview tonight. We're sitting down with Jason Trifon of the Milton Menace. That is right. The social media storm that has been going on around this team. We are now sitting down in the middle of summer to speak about the season that is about to begin. Jason, how excited are you? The puck drop is now not far away. First of all, that's quite the intro. Thank you. <laughs> but we're, we're super excited over here. We, um, you know, as you mentioned, we've been spending a lot of time with the fans in the community, and, and it's, it's uh, very quickly upon us that hockey season is around the corner. So all of us, our players, our staff, myself, uh, we're, we're ready to go. Now, this has been the first off season for the Milton Menace. So I have to ask, obviously, you've gone out, you've, you've scouted players, you've brought players in, you're building the team. So 
how for you sitting there and watching all of this unfold, how has the offseason felt now that the Milton Menace are not just on paper, they're starting to take shape physically with the team that is in front of you, the staff and everything. How does this offseason feel to finally get everything rolling and into place? Well, frankly, it feels like a blur. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I say that is, uh, you know, from March to now, we've we've been, you know, pedal to the metal with hockey operations, building the brand, building the club, building our club values, putting together our development plan for the players, um, recruiting, as you mentioned, uh, signing, et cetera, you know, redoing the rink, uh, rebranding the rink. There, there's been a lot. But uh, from, from an off-season perspective, we're excited about the group that, that we put together. Um, and the way that they're working out together and the chemistry that's just starting to take shape, we're already starting to see some of that. You know, most clubs or, or some clubs, you know, they, they build themselves in different ways. We, we opted to go young um, and, you know, we're really proud of the players that we've been able to attract and bring into the club. And, you know, one of our core values as a club is player development and what we're putting together for these guys. So we put our money where our mouth is, per se, in terms of going young and developing players. And um, that's that's what we're setting out to do, and that's what the offseason has been. Well, I got to say, I like I like what you guys are doing on social media with, with how much you're engaging uh, fans. We just had uh, Dermot Anderson on from the Collingwood Colts, and we asked him to, to give his thoughts on the Milton Menace. And, of course... I mean, he couldn't help but mention your guy's social media presence. It's absolutely ridiculous. I was wondering what the chances are we're going to find out the identity of the person who's actually running the Milton Menace's uh, Twitter account. <laughs> well, similar to Colonel Sanders, that's 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 a special recipe there. There's, <laughs> there's multiple people behind the scenes, and you know we're we're never going to reveal it. You can you know just think it's Shadow, our our team dog. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's multiple people involved and there's, there's certainly a strategy there, but, you know, alongside with the social media, you know, which was a big part of our business plan and what we plan to do for the future, you know, the community involvement that we've been involved in along the way has been something that, um, we put our foot forward on out of the gate, you know, since getting involved with the club or, or purchasing the club and moving it to Milton back in March, uh, We've been involved in, I think, six or seven community events as, as lead sponsors and, and, you know, having our players and our staff front and centre in the community. And although the social media is fun and we're, we're you know, we're, we're having a really good time with it, engaging with the fans, we're, we're more proud of, of the community work that we've been doing and the funds that we've raised for our community and the local businesses. And that's another one of our core values as a, as a club. And uh, that's, you know, we expect a lot of our players both on the ice and off the ice. So the commitment that the players have given us um, out in the community is something that really needs to be talked about. And um, we're, we're proud of them all. I mean, the similarities between what you're saying and what we just heard Dermot Anderson say, we were talking to him about how the uh, how important it is to for the team to develop a chemistry away from the rink, away from practices, away from games, and, and how much that that dictates the 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 flavor, so to speak, of the season and how the season's going to go. Um, I was just wondering if uh, which of these preseason games you got coming up, I think you're playing uh, Buffalo, North York. I know you're coming to, to play the Patriots at some point. Is there any one of the any one of these in particular that you're looking for something specific from the team to see something from or? You know, being a new team, the, 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 the honest answer here is, Every team we play is an exciting night. Uh, we get to experience new competition every game of the season, right? 
So, you know, there isn't, you know, a, a red circle on our calendar where we're, we're sitting here saying, wow, we really can't wait for that night. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, as, you know, a new team in the league, Collingwood's a new team, we're, we've got a lot of respect for those guys and what they're putting together up there. They've done a tremendous job. Um, great staff, great owners, great players, you know, but we're excited as, as a new team to be playing against another new team, and that's something that we're looking forward to. But, you know, I know you're looking for a, ju- a juicy answer, and I'd love to give it to you, but at the end of the day, we're, we're quietly doing our thing over here in terms of our player development, and every game that we play, you know, quite frankly, is, is you know, early in the season, a new experience for us, and we're looking forward to all of them. Listen, Jason, I can give you the juicy answer. I think I stirred the pot a little bit when you guys first started your social media game talking about a, a little matchup between the Markham Royals and the Milton Menace. So <laughs> if you wanted a juicy answer, that might be the one right there. And I know uh, at the time it was Paige I was talking to, and she was having a little bit of fun with it too. So that might be one to circle on the calendar just for joke's sake because I do believe if uh, the Milton Menace win that game that I have to rock a Milton Menace hat and I think vice versa the other way. So that should be something fun to do. And that just speaks to the engagement you guys have, though. You're just having fun with everyone and putting yourselves out there, which is awesome because so often it almost seems like teams are either closed in or don't really interact too much other than putting out information about the team. So to see that kind of stuff right out of the gate, I know I said it to you before, but I think it's really awesome the way that you guys do that. And it really gets people behind the team because they know it's not just all business. It's also about fun, growing the game, and showing that hockey is meant to be not only played, but played at a high level with fun attached to it. So I I kudos you guys for everything you're doing. Well, we appreciate that sincerely. I, you know, there's there's a lot of good with what we're doing here, both on the player side, the social side, the fan side. But, you know, we believe we play in the best league, you know, for junior A in the world. And, and you know, if, if we're over here in our tiny little corner of the OJHL doing what we do and it's helping draw eyeballs not only to our team but, you know, to other teams in the league, then, you know, that's a job well done. And quite frankly, it's part of our business strategy. Um, and our communication strategy, and it's it's not going to change. It's it's an important aspect of our club and our identity. And and um, I think uh, you know, with everything in life, there's there's room for improvement, and we're we're trying to improve every day and and uh, refine and and recraft ourselves. And uh, I'm proud of the team. They've done a good job. Well, I know when we spoke last time, we didn't have the coach nailed down or the GM, and we were talking about some of the exciting announcements that were going to be happening at your home rink. So now that everything is in, in place for people that may not know, who is the coach? Who is the GM? Who are your assistant coaches? Let's get those names out there so people can start looking at these guys and, and seeing the uh, the people that will be grooming these young men on the ice for the Milton Menace. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked, and, and thank you for putting that on the table. You know, we're, we're pretty proud of, of what we've established here. I think one of the biggest things from a player development perspective was out of the gate, we wanted to make sure that we had the right characters that were, were leading the charge and developing our players. And, you know, for us, we wanted to put a full-time staff in place on the coaching side that, you know, would, would have a vested interest uh, like year round, not just, you know, for four or five, six months of the year to help, you know, build and groom our players both off and on the ice. So when we started recruiting, um, one of the mandates that uh, I put forward is we wanted to have professional experience in, in multiple aspects across the board, and, and I think we've done a good job accomplishing that. So our general manager is Dan Del Monte. He played numerous years, more than a decade overseas and in, in, in Europe, and 
played in the OJHL, I think, uh, back in 92 or 93 when he played for the Blades. He had 106 points in his rookie season as a 15-year-old, which is remarkable. Um, you know, so he's got a deep background also on the hockey school here in the city, one of the most um, well-pedigreed or, or well-known um, hockey schools in the community developing young young athletes. Um, our head coach is Justin Pekka. Obviously, Justin has a deep background in, in hockey himself. He also played professional hockey, um, you know, brings a lot to the table. He's one of those coaches that, quite frankly, can extract a lot of other players. What I've noticed is players just love playing for him. He's, he's working out in the gym beside the team. Um, the players enjoy that. They, he, he seems to be able to communicate and, and relate to the players on a level that they enjoy being coached at, and, and it's, it's definitely the feedback that we've been receiving. Um, our assistant coach is Jeff Angelides. Obviously, Jeff was the, the head coach uh, last season and for a few years prior to that with JRC. Jeff also played professional hockey. Um, and, you know, with the head coaching experience that he has and the pedigree he brings to the table, he's, he's done a tremendous job out of the gate for us and also is, is our assistant general manager here. We also have Peter Dricos, and Peter played in the OJHL himself for many, many years. Uh, last year, he also was a head coach in, in, in Junior B for the Brampton Bombers. So we think we've got a deep bench here, we're a diverse group of, of very well-pedigreed uh, players and instructors that can take our team to the next level and, you know, put the rubber to the pavement in terms of the player development model that we've, we've, we've constructed here for, for what we're doing to groom players for the future. Well, I've, I've, uh, I've worked under or for Jeff, uh, however you want to put it, Jeff Angelitas. And one thing that stands out uh, about him to me is that he works so well with the, the elite level, the high level players. Uh, he had Jack McBain uh, two years ago and Eric Ciccolini last year. And, both of those players benefited uh, hugely from from his development and his, uh, and his coaching expertise. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, getting around to the players, if there are any uh, standout players, standout ac- acquisitions that you uh, you want to talk about or or let the people know about. You know, I think right now we're going to be tight-lipped on that. We're working on a few things here um, in the near future. And, and um, you know, we certainly don't want to jinx ourselves or let the cat out of the bag too early, but... <laughs> There's, there's a couple moves coming into the season that we're, we're working on, as I said, and um, we're pretty excited to get them to get them completed. So you're saying that the opening night roster is going to look a little different than what is already, I guess, put out there through social media. So what can fans expect? I know I talked to you about this previously. I think it was in the spring. But walking through the doors, game one, puck drop, set up, what is the experience going to be like? Now that all the ducks are in a row, now that the renovations are complete, everything is in place, what do we see, Jason, when we walk through that door? And what is the vibe that you are hoping people catch when they sit down? Well, I think one of the assets of the community that we're in is, is you know, we have that, quote, small-town feel on, on the, you know, the cusp of the GTA. And that, that's a unique attribute that we have here. Um, so, you know, we're, we're rallying the community here and we're working deep with the community to, to draw them to what we're doing with our program. One of the things on opening night that uh, I'm pretty excited to announce is, is we're planning a, a, a block party um, in our parking lot pregame. And this is something that we're going to do on a regular basis. So we're going to be barbecuing, we're going to have music, we're going to have, you know, hopefully some live bands on a regular basis. We want to make this an event. It's, it's, it's about the on-ice experience and the team that we're putting together and the players that we're developing. But at the same time, 
you know, in-game fan experience and, and even out-of-game fan experience is something that's part of our business strategy as well that goes alongside with, you know, the great work we've done on social. So, you know, if you think social is great, you know, the in-game experience is going to be equally as, as awesome. Um, upstairs in our rink, we, we have a private room that's, that's oh gosh, 140 feet wa- uh, long by 30, 40 feet wide. And, you know, we plan to have events up there during intermission and, and you know, we're, we're doing certain things with concessions that um, we'll talk about in the near future in terms of food and beverage. But, you know, we're bringing the small town vibe to what we're doing with our program. We want soccer pucks. We're going to have minor hockey teams involved, you know, um, pregame uh, as well as during intermission. We've we've reached out and we're, we're forging a, a strong relationship with our community teams, the Milton Winter Hawks, the Halton Twisters and the Halton Hurricanes. And they're going to be front and center. We also have you know, Milton legend Darren Hadar, who's going to be dropping uh, the Paca on opening night, which we're very fortunate and proud to have him there. So this is going to be an experience more so for, for the home opener, but on a regular basis. This is, you know, hockey's enjoyable, and this is what we're doing. But, you know, we also want to provide an experience for the fans that makes them want to come back on a regular basis. And that's our job as a hockey club to do that, to, to put them in the stands and cheer on our players. And that's one of the reasons why our players work as hard as they do. They want to be noticed and they, they want to have people cheering them on. So that's our obligation as owners of a club. And we're, we're, we're definitely uh, in motion in doing that. And, and we want to make sure that we back what we're selling here to our players so we can do that for them. Do you, uh, do you still have any of those uh, menace important person? I can't remember what you guys called it at the, uh, in the spur of the moment. What, what, uh, what was the, what's your guys uh, season past menace important person thing called again? So it's called a, we called it a VIM pack. It's very important minute. That's what um, it is. So you're, you're not only a season ticket holder, you're an important person. You're a part of our team. Um, we, we do actually have a couple left. We were, we're, we've been surprised at the uptake of them. And um, there's, there's a couple remaining. Last time I checked this morning, and um, you know, hopefully in the near future those will be sold out. And it's, it's season tickets with perks, but more importantly, they, you're a part of the team, and that's why you're a very important menace to us. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a neat little package we put together for a select few, and we're, we're, we're impressed with the community for their uptake on that and thank them for it. We'll reward them. Well, it's going to be a very interesting season, to say the least. Obviously, being a new team, hitting the ice for the first time, experiencing everything as an organization for the first time. So, I mean, you have another team coming in, going through the same things, wondering what your take is on the Collingwood Colts, we asked Dermot Anderson the same thing about the Milton Menace. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are on your sister team that is coming into the league as well and just what they're doing over there in Collingwood. Yeah, I mean, they've done a great job. I, I've, you know, the utmost respect for, for the owners and, um, you know, the management staff that they've put together there. The, the players that they've attracted, I think they've done a good job. Uh, from a, a community perspective, obviously, they, they've got a tremendous community there that's backing their team. And, and I think they're very fortunate to have that. Um, you know, so I think when you look at how the OJHL is building momentum on a regular basis and, and you know, moving itself forward uh, on an annual basis, you've got two great teams here that are coming in the league. You've got owners that care, that are invested, that are, uh, I believe, doing the right things uh, across the board, not only for their players, but their fans and, and building a future. And I think that's what the league needs. Um, and, and, you know, between Milton and Collingwood, we've got two gems uh, of organizations that have, that have joined this league, and it's going to help propel it to the next level. 
Absolutely. I'm looking forward to, uh, to playing the Milton, uh, the Milton menace with each of, of, uh, my teams, uh, out of the uh, the Markham Royals, the Toronto Patriots, and the Toronto Junior Canadians, which are the three teams that I currently work for, which are you the most excited to play? I got I got I got to know that. Well, listen, I, we we obviously acquired the New Market Hurricanes, and and I was there, you know, during the the playoffs um, on multiple occasions, watching and cheering on the team. Um, even though we we relocated the team, and there was a plan to relocate the team, we were still cheering these boys on, and and. You know that that game seven still sticks in my mind. So I, I, I have to say we're, we're pretty pumped to play Markham, and we're looking forward to that series. And you know, quite frankly, we do have in our staff notes that bet that's on the table, and and we're going to hold you to it. So you know, <laughs> get ready. See, I've tried to erase the existence of that game from my mind and that series as much as possible because it was just seven games of pain for me. So. <laughs> Uh, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was obviously agonizing on our side as well, and for for the owners of the New Market um, Hurricanes as well as the players. So, you know, I, I said earlier we don't have game circle, but that one for sure sticks out as one that you know we're looking forward to playing them on a regular basis, and um, we're gonna have fun with it. Well, we look forward to having fun with you guys all season long, and hopefully we get to have you back on once things get up and rolling and the season starts to uh, get into full swing mode, maybe even before the first Markham game, we'll all sit down and chat again and maybe toss out a few predictions or something. But Jason, I want to say thank you very much for always taking the time, and uh, we're very happy to be able to talk about the Milton Menace and the OJHL, the League of Choice as a whole. So again, thanks for stopping by Offside Hockey Talk. We really appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. You guys are the best in the business. Happy to be with you and give you the time anytime you need me. Thank you very much. And uh, and cheers and best of luck to you guys in your in the opening of your season. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. Bye.